Welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Vidal. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Jan Bedell, otherwise known as the Brain Coach. I am so glad to be here to start this new venue where my journey continues to educate, encourage, and bring positive life changes to families. Let's start with a bit of my story so you know where all the Brain Coach tips that you'll be receiving in this podcast came from. Now, like many of you, I started out when I was in high school, my biggest desire was be to be a wife and mother. At my house, I'm the oldest, and my parents say, well, after you get through high school, the next thing is college. So I thought, okay, if I'm supposed to go to college, I'm the firstborn obedient child there. Then, since my goal is wife and mother, I'll just major in home economics education and child development. I'll go ahead and get a kindergarten endorsement, just in case I need to work afterwards. Well, 42 years ago, God did grant me my first desire, and that was to be married. I've been married to this great life partner named Alan ever since. And sure enough, I had to work for a while to help Alan get out of school. So I taught kindergarten before having children. One year, I had this little boy that was just a puzzle to me. I thought that he was just being ornery and not really applying himself. He would know something one day, and the very next day, he wouldn't know how to do the same thing. Wow, if I only knew then what I know now, I could have made a bigger difference in that child's life. A few years after we were married, my oldest daughter, Janae, was born. I have to tell you, it's a little hard to talk about her right now, as she has already beat me to heaven a couple of years ago. It's a tremendous loss for us, but one of my missions now is to continue the ripple effect on this earth that she started more than 20 years ago. So I had Janae. She was the oldest. She had some real struggles we're going to talk about. And then my youngest daughter is Alyssa. She is just amazing, beautiful on the inside and out. She works with us at Little Giant Steps and she gave me the biggest gift that I didn't even know. It wasn't on my radar at all until it happened. And that gift is grandchildren. I have my firstborn grandchild is Kinsey. Then we have Carter, who's two and a half. And Kaylee is going to be here in about six weeks. So within three years, I had these two beautiful girls. And Janae's All of her challenges just really thrust me into the world of doctor's appointments, therapies, and eventually, you know, what school was best for her. We tried public school when she was three because she was having so many struggles, but that lasted about 
probably a semester. I think that's all I could handle of that. Then I found a great Montessori school where she was with her peers and could work at her own rate and then was pulled out for extra help. Homeschool was not on my radar at all at that point, but I th remember thinking, I think I could do a better job than that, even with the private school. You have to remember, my paradigm was public education or some kind of school because that's what my training was. The Montessori school was doing the best they could, but they seemed to be hitting a roadblock, and so they asked me to get some testing so that they could help her better. I have known the heartache of a child being labeled and given all kinds of low expectations for prognosis of their life. You know, I didn't really need a label. I just wanted to know how to help her. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of labeling later in this series. Soon after Janae was labeled, we moved to Dallas, away from the school that I'd found for her, and I didn't really know what to do. We were visiting a church for the first time, and wouldn't you know that the very next week, they were going to have a homeschooling conference of some kind to let people know about homeschooling. Talk about being led of the Lord. Wow, that started an interesting journey. I didn't know there was such pushback at that time against homeschooling. You have to remember, this was back in the mid-80s. People would ask me, do you have a degree? And I would answer yes, because I do have a degree. But then they got a little more confrontational and said, but do you have a teaching degree? And I would say yes, because I did have a teaching degree. But then I realized what they were asking, and I would reply this way. Yes, I have a teaching degree, but I've overcome that handicap. You and I know that it doesn't take a degree to homeschool your child even if they're having struggles. All you really need is to be willing, diligent, and inform yourself. Did you know that most of our founding fathers, including 14 presidents, were homeschooled? So you're in good company because as people of faith, we are called to raise up leaders. In reality, it's been less than 170 years since education was compulsory in America. So up to then, everybody was homeschooled, except the rich that could send their children to a private school. Even in European countries, compulsory education was started in the early 1800s. In some countries, school was compulsory for only two years, and then in others, up to seven years. Anyway, I just thought you would enjoy that piece of trivia. Back to my story. I homeschooled both of my daughters for five years with what I call a traditional approach, the way I was trained as a certified teacher. At that point, Alyssa was doing fine and Janae was struggling terribly. She was 15 years old. She could read on about the first grade level, do math about the first grade level as well, and so I was really about to give up. I thought I need to just send her to a vocational school because I don't know what else to do for her. Well, I don't know if you've ever experienced this in your life, but this has happened to me a number of times. Just when I was ready to give up, you get led through some circumstances that were hard and seem very inconvenient. Does that sound familiar to you? That's what happened when I found some solutions for Janae. 
and for many others that I've been working with over the years. We were looking for a new church, and we had heard about one, but it was about 30 minutes away, across town from where we lived. We would visit close by, and we would just keep being encouraged by the Lord to go back over to this other church. I would complain to God, saying things like, The girls are getting older. They want to be in youth. I need some place closer so that I can take them to those events. But God did not relent. He kept sending us back over there. That's where God met my deepest need that I had at that time, and that was help for my daughter, Janae. This is where I first found out about the neurodevelopmental approach. I had never heard of it that approach, but it made so much sense. It's the first time that anyone had looked at my child as a whole, that this thing that was happening with her in this area was influenced and affected by an inefficiency in another area. It made total sense to me. Through that, I had to think differently, and as I did, and I yielded to that, something different happened for Janae. She went up to the third grade in math and reading and could read as a hobby. And this was with what they said was a 40 IQ. It was amazing the difference in not only her academics, but just her functional ability. When I saw what was happening with Janae's life, I started volunteering for the organization. There I saw children who came in with a dyslexic label and they were getting help. There were children with ADD that were making amazing progress and were not having to use medications. I saw gifted children who didn't have any struggles at all going through this kind of brain training that would help them to reach their fullest God-given potential, just like the others. At that point, God said, take a left right here, because I have other people that need to know about this, and I'm going to use you to tell them about it. Well, that's what I've been doing for the last 22 years. It made such a difference in Janae's life that I actually went from having this devastating negative prognosis to feeling the triumph of the progress being made far beyond any traditional expectations for her. And I started seeing that in the children that I was working with as well. That's why I'm here on this network more than 20 years later to help you with the same kind of help that I receive. Let me give you a quick example. When I went to teach Janae to read, I used phonics because that's what I was taught to do. She knew every sound of OUGH. She knew all 70 phonograms of that very intense phonics program, but she could not hold the pieces together long enough to get the word out. You know, phonics is an auditory approach. You have to hold this piece, this sound, this sound, this sound, and maybe even the rule, all those pieces together to get the word out. And she couldn't do that. So when we changed her reading approach, she just skyrocketed in her abilities from where she was. And then we worked on her auditory processing. This is a skill that everyone needs. We're going to talk about that more in some later series. But right now, you can go right to the website at littlegiantsteps.com and get a free test kit to use and some information on how to help this skill get better. So don't go buy another phonics program 
because it may be the auditory processing that's the problem if your child is having trouble with phonics. On the website, you just go to the sidebar and there's a girl that looks like she's listening. You click on that and you get your free test kit from there. Now we are redoing our website, so if you're listening to this later on, then the button at the bottom may be what you need to click to get that free test kit. But it's on that home page. Another thing that we're going to explore is the keys to inputting information. You know, our curriculum is mostly output. Mostly you've got blank lines and they're supposed to put something in there. One thing that we do all the time as an example of this is math facts where we hold up these cards and they have the, the problem there. 3 plus 4 and then a blank. That is really an output card. I don't know if you've ever thought of it like that. But if the information is not in good, it's not going to come out good. It's kind of like holding up a card with the musical staff and asking somebody to play that when they've never been introduced to the piano keys. We are very big in the neurodevelopmental world about inputting information. Janae was using something very similar to a product that we have now called Rapid Recall System. When she was in her 30s, I asked her to do a one-minute speed drill and was amazed at the retention of math facts that she had. She could do 32 addition problems correct in the first one minute. And these are the results with what they said was a very low IQ. So you can imagine what it could be like for a typical child that does need their math facts. This system is where they see, hear, say, and write five math facts 14 times a day. And only two of those 14 times is information coming out. Everything else goes in. You can look at some testimonies and more information about that on our website. If you're not sure if your child has their math facts that are fast enough, go and get the free assessment that's at Little Giant Step com forward slash mathfacts to test to see if their mathfacts are up to par with their grade level to make working with their math lessons easier. This can be added to any curriculum that you have because it's just teaching mathfacts. With the neurodevelopmental approach, we're teaching people to think differently. You know, everything is controlled by your brain, so you have to start there. They used to think that the brain was hardwired and it couldn't change after 20 and it was gone downhill from there. But we know that's not true because if it were, somebody with a stroke wouldn't be able to regain function. So the neurodevelopmental approach is based on inputting information or specific stimulation so that the brain works better. We're all about building pathways in the brain. We're going to be teaching you along the way specific ways you can stimulate a child's brain so that the pathways work better. If you have questions, just email those to cj at littlegiantsteps.com. Next week, we're going to look into how the brain receives information, processes, stores, and utilizes that information. So stay tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network for more brain training tips to make life and learning easier.
For now, it's the Brain Coach signing off and reminding you to think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray you'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.